Good morning and welcome to the Metapod Podcast, book about podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. It's episode 95, and this is the episode for this week, Sean. This is it. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, Jake was informing me that, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, YouTube uh, subscribers especially were like, huh, that was a short episode that you uploaded yesterday, and it was like, well... That's not the episode. Jake, what what did we upload yesterday that confused people? We uploaded on YouTube yesterday exclusive content. Sean and I went over the American Pokemon products that are coming out in the month of May, including, in my opinion, some stuff that I'm going to buy, I'm for sure going to buy this week. So make Mm -hmm. sure if you want to see what all is coming out in the month of May, what maybe you want on your radar. And spoiler, it's not just Astral Radiance that's good, because that is releasing this month. Um, That is on our official YouTube channel, Metapod. Is it Meta? Yeah, it's just Metapod, just Metapod. Still getting used to the YouTube channel, (laughs) but yeah, Sean, I hope you're doing well. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm chill. So I'm, I'm excited. I think we have we have some new stuff today. I think it's it is a slower news week. Because like everybody's like sort of waiting for Astral Radiance, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm doing well otherwise. Jake, how about you? I'm, it's like great, but also tiring. So I'm just tired as always because I've just mm-hmm. been traveling, working, working, working. But I we just actually finished our last collegiate home event of the academic year, so that's like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. But I'm still there's still things that need to be done, but it's it's less chaotic, I guess you could say. OK, well, that's good. Um, well, Jake, do you want to start us off by I think we got a really great YouTube comment a couple of weeks ago that we were like, you know what? We should read that as a review. We did nine days ago. Brick Collect left a wonderful comment on the Metapod episode 93 video five. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to read this. A five V star catching podcast. I don't know why, but I wanted to say like five star. And then I was like, no, I have to add the V, but I can't add the V at the end. So I have to add it in the front. <laughs> so wild morning out here on the Metapod podcast. The review says great fan of the cast. And I'm here to beg you guys to please do more content, which we are on the YouTube channel. See how I wanted to uh, tie this all in together. Mm-hmm. We've all- just been talking about YouTube for the past five minutes. <laughs> I love the show, and I always go listen to the one on Spotify, and then also stop here on the YouTube channel to watch the news with more details. Keep catching them all. Brick, thank you so much for the lovely review. It's not officially like a five-star review type thing, but you put five-star review on there. It's a YouTube comment that helps us through the algorithm. It is all very, very appreciated. Yes, indeed. Um Okay, we can get into it, into the news. The, We're a news podcast? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> we are. Sometimes we have hot opinions about uh, what decks we would bring to a regional to uh, lose with, but also sometimes we tell the news. So Yeah, sometimes we tell the news. <laughs> so, yeah, the first bit of news here, I don't think we've really talked about much Dark Phantasma, which is like going to be in our August set, but I think these two cards are pretty interesting um and that is the reveal of enamorous v which for those of you who don't know enamorous v is like new to the whole like landorous thunderous whateverous 
um, series. It is a it is the newest member of the Forces of Nature trio. It's from the Legends Arceus game. So like Cleaver, you know, it's it's just one of the new Pokemon that have come out through the games. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what's weird though, Jake. I'm just gonna say this. Thunderous. Okay, cool. It's like lightning, right? Like that's the force of nature. Tornado. Yes. It's a force of nature. It's a tornado. Landorus. I guess it's like earthquakes and rock slides. I don't know, man. But land, right? Nature. Enamorous. What? Is is love a force of nature now? Heck yeah, love. Love is a force Uh, of nature, Sean. Have you ever felt love at first sight? No, I have not, Jake. I mean, that is a force of nature in itself. <laughs> you cannot convince me otherwise. <laughs> I just, I say, I see this because I haven't really played through the Arceus uh, game, but I- I'm just like, this is not one of these things is not like the other. Anyways, Jake, do you I wanna... think it's pretty similar to the three, but I <laughs> apparently that's a hot take. It's like very similar design. I mean, it's a similar the, look, but I'm saying like the, the theme. The Therian form being a turtle, that I I don't really I guess I mean animal, like the bird uh, tornadoes or what. Anyways, Sean, there's a card <laughs> that came out, and Dark Phantasma Fan, Phantasma mm-hmm. will release in Japan on May 13th. Many of the cards will become the August set for the rest of the world called Lost Origin. But Enamorous V, Sean, psychic Pokemon, 210 HP. It's a basic Pokemon. Worth two prizes, as always, with the Vs. The ability is Guardian of Love. As long as the Pokemon's in the active spot, prevent all effects of your opponent's Pokemon's abilities done to your Pokemon with any psychic energy attached, except any enamorous V. So I'm pretty sure this is quick shooting, pretty much. Well, I mean, the problem with that for us, right, is this is going to come out in August. Quick shooting... I mean, when I guess, yeah, quick shooting probably rotates. Quick, no, I'm pretty sure quick shooting stays, but shady dealings rotates. I want to, yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Um, I want to look it up. I'm, I'm doing it live on the cast. You're um, seeing this, this magic, no, magic you're right. the gathering box wish list. Y- yeah, I know. You're, you're right. Uh, quick shooting is regulation mark E because it is a rapid strike, so chilling rain. That mm. is a good point. So it, it would stop quick shooting Inteleon if anybody chooses to play that engine um but like i I mean quick shooting is falling out now before rotation so i don't i just don't see yeah i I mean it's an interesting ability like i mean i guess it would also yeah i'm just wondering yeah like what what abilities are targeting like umbreon v max maybe you won't be able to umbreon Umbreon is like that's not that's not nothing that's something right but yeah, I, it just seems strange. It seems like there's maybe I'm forgetting abilities. I'm sure somebody in the comments, uh, in the YouTube or on Twitter or whatever, let us know like what what abilities do you really want to prevent with this enamorous that you're like I will put a a little two prize Pokemon onto the field for you to, you know, it's free real estate. So you also can, have to make sure that it has psychic energy on it. Right. Exactly. Too. I don't know. Seems weird. Seems weird to me. It, it does have an attack, but I don't think it's as interesting, in my personal opinion. Psychic, colorless, colorless, blooming tail, 100 damage. Attach up to two basic energy cards from your discard pile to your Pokemon in any way you'd like. I think this would be way better if it was like, I don't know, not three energy costs. I mean, you look at Cresselia, you could do this pretty much with Cresselia. 
Yeah, if you're going Remember second. Remember from Chilling Rain? Yeah, if you're going second on the first turn, yeah, you can, you know, get three energy for one. And I mean, like, you're never... I mean, I feel like the only time you're going to use Enamorous, at least for that, that attack, is on the first turn that you get to attack, right? Because it's a setup Pokemon. You're only yeah. doing 100 damage. Yeah, you're doing 100. I mean, you can do it with two energy here if you get, like, the... Um, Double turbo energy. Double turbo. And then you're only doing 80 damage. But, like, it's not like 80, 100, none of it. I mean, maybe that 20 damage actually matters. I don't know. But uh, for the most part, I don't think it's hugely important comparatively. But, yeah, it just feels like uh, it's a nice card. I think it's a nice inclusion if you're playing against, like, actually against Sanders deck, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, for those of you who have been listening and watching, uh, Sanders' entire deck at EUIC revolves around Umbreon VMAX and Eldegoss and basically just infinitely looping that so that you're, you know, doing damage and constantly healing. Well, if the Umbreon can't boss things up and trap you in the active, that's annoying. The Blooming Tail, because it's not, he's not knocking your opponent, he's not knocking any of your Pokemon out, Blooming Tail is just recycling that basic psychic energy. It is kind of a nice anti-control tech. If you actually think about it, right? But control's not viable enough to be able... Like, no, but... There's no need to counter control right now. But you never know. You never know what might come out. I mean, it's... That's like... When I look at this card, though, that's kind of what I see. Is like, it's it exists, and Pokemon is saying, we are going to print this card. It has things that are anti-control. Maybe it will never be needed. But it is nice, to some degree, to have a card that, like, hey... If control becomes popular again, here is something that might be able to counter that, that exists. I think that the next card, Sean, that was revealed <laughs> is actually the more interesting one. And I think it's more relevant in terms of control as well. Mm -hmm. It is an item card called Arc Phone. It's basically the Rotom phone in uh, Legends Arceus, simply put. Look at the top card of your deck, then return it to the top of your deck. You may choose one of your face-down prize cards and switch it with the top card of your deck. That's pretty cool, in my opinion. I, yeah. I really like that interaction. It's like Mr. Mime, but you know what the card is going into the prizes. Yes, that's very true. And, um... I mean, I think does, what is it, Peony or is it Peonia? Peonia. Peonia. And Peonia doesn't leave them face up, right? Peonia, you look at them, no. you switch three with three in your hand, right? But they yeah, go Yeah, but back both of these down. cards, Peonia and the Arc Phone, you don't like shuffle your prizes or anything. So yeah. you're able to know where, what your prizes are and, and like where they are. Yeah. The reason I mentioned that is because <clears throat> I think there's another card. I don't know if it's currently out, but there's another card that has you or you and your opponent both put your prize cards face up a supporter i don't know um, i feel like that for some like reason out in the format right now or just out like in japan maybe i don't know i don't think it's out in the format currently but i don't know for some reason that was in my mind but that's why i do think it did specify face down so it's it's interesting that they instead of just saying you may choose one of your prize cards and not specifying face up face down they did specify face down so that makes me think there might be some sort of a, an interaction they're preparing for with that wording. It, I mean, I know that in Expanded, like, town map is relevant. Yeah. 
you know, because I mean, it just shows your prize cards and that's pretty good in terms of, you know, trying to figure out what you need to do and, and setting up a game plan. Mm. Um, I feel like Sean, do you think that arc phone would kind of phase out Peonia? Uh, no, because Peonia, you still like, why would you play this card to, to get a random card from your, you know what I mean? Like, if you're missing a key component and you know it's in your prizes, but you don't know mm -hmm. which one it is, this doesn't guarantee that you're going to get it, right? Like, until there's a strategy that goes back to, like, the Mr. Mime Turbo, I think you still play Peonia with this, just so you can guarantee what you're getting out of your prizes. It's interesting. I thought for a little bit, I was like, you know, we probably wouldn't see, because I feel like we've seen an influx of peonia especially with rapid strike urshifu decks with like philip and mm -hmm. gustavo wada you know like um these people building you know these one of peonias to grab these other one of pieces in the deck and i was like i don't know i mean like peonia the biggest downside to peonia is that it's your supporter for the turn mm -hmm. right and so like i don't know maybe you could put like uh, two arc phones. I don't know if you could put multiple arc phones in a deck. If it would just be one or two, but I mean, I don't know. It's like, hmm. I I don't know. It, it's it's interesting because it treats your prizes as a secondary deck, kind of. Mm -hmm. Like, if you had a way with um, maybe a Rangaroo, you know, to like stack the top of your deck I, for although, the for the one month that you're able yeah, to interact I mean, together. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. There's other cards. There's always something usually in format that lets you interact with the top card. Rotom Phone. You can play mm -hmm. this with Rotom Phone, right? It's. Uh, I don't know if Rotom Phone rotates. Can't I think remember. it will. It might, yeah. But, like, uh, odds are there'll be some card that lets you do it. And, like, being able to, like, swap out things and you basically, if you know that your prizes are, you know, likely to contain X, Y, or Z, you could play four of these and just treat it as a secondary deck where you draw. I would prefer to draw from my <laughs> my prizes rather than my um you know uh deck then fine uh you know you could do that but i still think for now you probably play it with peonia just so that you know what you're swapping because you don't actually put it in your hand you just put it on top of your deck so um the other the other thing about this card is we don't have any special like if you draw this card off of your prizes, do X right now in the format. Oh, I don't yeah. Play. Like, that's why Mr. Mime was so good. It's because you had the, what was it? The Jirachi Prism Star. Yeah, that card was so cool. That yeah. interaction was so fun. And like, you know, it could be, I, I think in Expanded, this card, this card in Expanded actually could be kind of nuts with Greedy Dice, with, um, I think it's Greedy Dice, right? Is it, is it Lucky Clover? I don't know. One yeah, of the two. well, there's two There's two of them. You yeah. can play Greedy Dice and the four-leaf Lucky Clover. Yeah, so, like, I think it expanded. And you can play Jirachi. <laughs> I think it expanded, like, a turbo prize deck where you're, like, stealing all these extra prizes. I think this is actually a really fun strategy. I think in... I'm pretty sure yeah. I've seen videos of people doing, like, six <laughs> prize turns already with, like, with the dice and the and the clovers and stuff. And I do wonder because of this, like, and all, like, and like the fact that you said, like, town map exists and expanded. 
I wonder if this coming to Expanded, if Pokemon even cares about Expanded anymore, if they decide to ban a card. I mean, they haven't shown us any no. reason in the last, like, year and a half why they care about Expanded. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, that, that, that could be a reason. Maybe Expanded gets a look and gets something gets banned because an item card that lets you do this basically for free alongside something like Town Map and then Greedy Dice. You could play four of these. You could put all your greedy dice in there if you can mag cargo them to the top or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, that. this is some strategy right here. And I'm like, that seems pretty wild. There's some shenanigans going on. And you know what? I am all about it, Sean. But you know what I also am all about? What? Just a reminder, um, if you haven't seen the YouTube video, uh, there are a couple things releasing this week that you need to go snag if you want. Um, the Arceus figure is mm -hmm. releasing on Friday, May 6th. So just a, just a heads up about that. I believe there's another thing releasing on Friday. I can't remember what it is, but if you wanna, if you wanna see it, go check out the YouTube video where we talk about all the May products that are releasing. But Sean, back to the news. I've been, man, okay. I've been plugging YouTube today. Do you wanna get into the, uh, the Pokemon Go, some of the reveals for that set? Ooh. Let's talk about Pokemon Go. So some of the Pokemon Go TCG products and cards, there was a bulk of cards revealed for the set. This being a set that releases on July 1st in the United States and whatnot. People are really excited about this set. There's some really cool things I think planned for this set as well. It's gonna feature 78 cards, Sean, before the secret rare. There are a bunch of cards here on this list that you're showing on screen right now, but ones will also include, they haven't been revealed yet, but will also include Radiant Venusaur, Radiant Charizard, Radiant Blastoise, Dragonite V-Star, and Mel Metal VMAX. Still getting VMAXs, Sean. I, It'll never stop. I'm so confused. Why? Why are you keeping this mechanic alive, Pokemon? I mean, whatever. So long as it's they very, all rotate out at the same time, that's all that matters to me. There will also be a Radiant Eevee premium collection um, that's going to give you a special code in Pokemon Go to unlock something. People are predicting that it's going to be like a shiny Eevee because um, the Radiant Pokemon are shiny. So mm -hmm. it would kind of make sense. You know, Pokemon is given out freebie shiny Pokemon in the past. So it uh, it kind of makes sense. So... Sean, what are some of your favorite cards in this set? Um, I mean, we can go. I, I haven't. Or I really... guess I should say revealed so far. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really looked at all of these. Um, the Alolan Executor is interesting. I don't know if grass, like, I, it's hard to say, like, where grass is. I, I don't know if there's too many good grass archetypes, but maybe because, you know, for one energy. Granted, I will also say 240 HP for a. Uh, basic V is actually kind of beefy. To put a, a big charm on that. That's two seventy. Put a cape of toughness on that, Jake. It's single. It's 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 you know it's a basic Pokemon. Two ninety. Yeah. Now I don't think that um, thirty damage to one of your opponents for each Grass Energy. Wait, does that mean you could do you could distribute the thirty in different ways for Head Swing? So. Uh. No, it just no. says it does 30 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon for each grass energy attached to your Pokemon. So if you have three to do the attack, 
then you do 90 to one Pokemon. Mm. Okay. I, that's why I you was like... You do have infinite on a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have infinite amounts of damage, potentially. And with Cherim, that's not nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, the growing tall, like, flip a coin, if had search your deck for five grass energy... And because it's an attack, you can use the stadium that lets you reflip. So you can try to help guarantee that. Five grass energy is a lot of energy on Yeah, that's one. a ton. Yeah. That's a ton of energy. Like, yeah, I I you know, I think that this could be a really good essentially like a Cresselia for if a grass deck if one ever were to come out. Like maybe mm -hmm. that Delmise V Max RCS V Star could use something like this. It's very interesting. I like the card. I mean, I want Grass to be good again just because, you know, there's a couple of Pokemon out in the format right now that can be countered by Grass. So mm -hmm. we talk about the, the weakness cycle, you know, that just adds another sample to that. And then potentially Fire Pokemon could have a return I mean, of some sort. Yeah, you've got Magma Basin that's also out now. So, like... I, I don't know. I think this could be a really interesting, like, um, setup Pokemon. Um, and a head swing being able to snipe, do some snipe damage. It's kind of nice. Um, it's also interesting to note that even though Growing Tail accelerates grass energies, it says mm. any Pokemon on the field. So it's true. Although I don't know if it's viable <laughs> to do this, you could attach this to, well, you could do something like Arceus. Yeah. Like Arceus V-Star, you can attach it to that. Any other Pokemon that you want to include, you know, that may have, like, one specific color energy, but then a bunch of colorless energies, you could go that way. Like Flygon. Yeah. I think Flygon has, Flygon V has grass yeah. and, like, one fighting energy that yep. it requires. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I really do think that this enables quite a bit if you can get the heads on, you know, your first turn going second you like i said you slap um a cape of toughness on here and all of a sudden like the uh, the odds of it getting knocked out turn two very low mm -hmm. and you've all of a sudden got what one for the turn five for that six seven energy turn two which is insane this is um, a lot of energy on the field it's pretty good setup yeah so and don't forget that for a little well yeah for you'll have this for about a month and a half two months um the rillaboom yeah as well that accelerates energies with the ability yep and you've also got cherim that will accelerate i think it's to the bench from hand i think it's anywhere Any yeah from, okay it may frostmoth be, is from the bench but yeah. cherim is anywhere it may be but cherim may be any grass pokemon specifically like you can't attach grass energy i i don't know i'm not sure but i can't remember but like it does have some weird thing but like cherim another option right yeah yes like you said you got um a few options there to keep accelerating grass. So that's mine. Mm -hmm. Jake, what's the next one on your radar? A lot of people, Sean, have been mentioning the Magikarp. Okay. Not often that we talk about the viability of Magikarp. Magikarp, 30 HP, water Pokemon. Little dude there. One energy, colorless, lively grouping. Search your deck for any number of Magikarp, reveal them, and put them in your hand, then shuffle your deck. And then Raging Fin, 10 plus for double colorless. This attack does 30 more damage for each Magikarp and Gyarados in your discard pile. So, Sean, you can have seven mm -hmm. Magikarp and Gyarados in your discard pile. Seven times 30 is 210, 210. 
plus 10 is 220, assuming that you're using a twin energy, no damage modifier. And then a choice band on this little dude is 250. So you can do 250 on a Magikarp. Sure. And you've got things like Rescue Carrier and stuff in the format to be able to get Magikarps back. So it's not out of the realm of the ordinary to chain. This is a basic Pokemon. It's not like Malamar. Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't... I mean... Jake. This... I'm like, you're committing eight slots of your deck minimum to getting 250 damage. And I'm just like... Look at Mad Party. Yeah, but Mad Party, you have multiple attackers. You don't only have one attacker. But you can chain the attackers. You can bring them up and around town. You don't yeah. have to, like in Magikarp, you don't ever have to evolve. I suppose, but I don't know. I I, I worry for this one a little bit. I think, I think Magikarp, so I don't think Magikarp is going to be like a great deck. Like it's going to be one of those decks that you'll see people do well online with because it's just so freaking fun. Right, it's just a good time playing a 30 HP basic Pokemon hitting for 250 damage. Just sounds like a lot of fun, in my opinion. And then also, Sean, you'll probably have people playing this at like locals. Like this is probably a great local deck because the cards are so stinking cheap, right? This is a Magikarp. Like this card is going to be literal sense. Yeah, I mean, look, I think it's fun. I... I isn't there a card? Is there a card called like there's like a rocky helmet type card, right? And if you get yes. damage done to you, you place how many damage counters? Um, I don't remember exactly, but and I know oh I know no, that's a different card that I'm thinking of. I, I mean, look, I, the reason I mention it, it may only be two, but there's cards. Yeah, it's that, only two damage counters. So I'm like, if you can get one damage counter on this beforehand, there you you basically have a one card like response to this which is like if you're gonna knock me out i'm gonna knock you out in the process and then i will knock out whatever your pivot pokemon is so that you don't have a way to attack me you know what i mean going into this card would have been this card would have been perfect with giant bomb yeah do you remember giant bomb yeah see that's to me that is this card needs a little bit of help that it doesn't really have right now um that's just my opinion i know that you know it's it's nice to have like a fun take i think you're right i think like locals if you want to get wacky like it's kind of a wacky deck idea mm -hmm. um and you could actually you could you know put this together with like a peers and like if you really wanted you could do peers and zigzagoon so you could do peers zigzagoon engine and peers lets you grab any energy so you can get your twins and your double turbos or whatever mm -hmm. with that it's not terrible. Scoop up net and things like. Yep. Just ping, ping, ping. Yep. And Easy. if you're and if you're doing like you know two fifty plus like two or three pings, all of a sudden like you're knocking out V stars with one hit. It's not terrible. It's kind of fun, but like you know, I think that's for me, Jake. This watch this, it win a regional. Oh my gosh. The, <laughs> the Gyarados is really interesting here. Flip a coin until you get tails for each heads. Discard the top two of your opponent's deck. Bruh. You do have that flipping stadium that we were talking about earlier. You can. You can reflip all of the coins, but like a one energy. It's one energy attack, Jake. And he's not a small boy. He's a beefy boy. 178, nothing. Two charm is 200. Or <laughs> right. two charm. Big, big charm. charm. Two big, chains. And two I mean, chain Gyarados. Odds are he's always getting knocked out. But like, you know, maybe there's a world in which he doesn't. 
And like, if you want to do a mill deck right now, that you have Cursed Shovel, you got like Durant. Like, I think this is kind of fun. Like, cause the upside here is you get lucky and you mill six cards, eight cards, right? It's not impossible to roll four, four heads in a row. People have done it with other decks. Mm -hmm. Like you mill eight cards, a couple of turns, Mew a Vmax couple is... of turns there. Are, I don't see really any realm where you, I mean, obviously statistically speaking, it is possible mm -hmm. that you can flip heads eight times in a row, multiple times a game. But I'm just going to say that's not going to happen. Probably not. You're probably right, Jake. But I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm just thinking to myself, man, you pair this with Durant, you pair this with Curse Shovel, you pair that with some um, control elements like Crushing Hammers and Fano Waves to, mm -hmm. to force your opponent to keep drawing cards so that they can attack. And, you, and then you force your opponent into a, taking six prizes off of you like one at a time. I think this is a really interesting card for that kind of a strategy. Now, is it better than just the straight Durant deck that we already have? I don't know. Maybe not. But, like, I don't know. I think the upside with this is, is pretty interesting. If you like Mill, I think this this is a great uh, way to play around with it. You're just salivating I'm a kind little of, bit. A little you know? bit, yeah. I'm like, yeah, just the opportunity to Mill, like, 8, 10, however many more cards than two. I'm like, ooh. Imagine doing that like you have a Mew player. It's your last attack before they're going to win the game. And then you're like, I need four heads, man. Come on. And you just see it at a local. Somebody rolls four heads in a row. They mill out the Mew deck before their turn starts. We're done. And you just feel good because it always feels good <laughs> yeah. to uh, to beat Mew, Sean. But you know what else feels good? What's that, Jake? Getting another V-Star card i will say sean mewtwo v star out here i believe this card came out like two weeks ago or was announced or something like that yeah maybe. Um, but we didn't get around to it until right now but the 280 hp psychic v star 280 about the kind of the high end in terms it's the same as arceus i believe yep um Psychic and colorless Psy Spurge 90 times discard up to three energy psychic energy cards from your Pokemon from your Pokemon, not Mewtwo. Mm -hmm. This attack does 90 damage for each card you discarded in this way. So 270 in terms of discarding the energies, 300 with a choice belt, um, a, a pretty good Sean, when we have things that accelerate the energies like the Latios and Latios, do you know those cards? Yep. The dynamic duo, they can accelerate energies. You know, Shadow Rider can do it as well. We have Galarian I think that, Articuno as well, right? Yeah, Galarian Articuno. You slap that down just like the Moltres. It can attach two energies. Like, you can bring a lot of energies down for consistently doing this attack. Yeah, and, and you've got, you know, I think people forget that there's another psychic energy, the um, Horror Psychic, that's still in format. Mm -hmm. when this will come out and so yeah people might say oh 270 is not enough maybe even 300 if you have choice belt not enough okay fine but then hit into me hit into me bro 320 320 right like that's probably enough so you can even do 340 because you can attach your first turn right when you can't yep. attack you can attach a horror energy on that turn you know that's your two extra damage counters and then you can attach another one like on your attacking turn with the v-star Yep. And so like, I don't know, like 
there are a lot of people are making the comparison between this and um, Reshiram and Zekrom because mm-hmm. it does the same amount of damage, right? But I think people also forget Reshiram and Zekrom. Yes, it wasn't a format that had Welder and Tapu Koko, so a lot of energy acceleration. But you could only do it from the bench, so you had to power up both the Reshizek and three energy in the bench. So it's actually a five energy attack minimum. Whereas mm-hmm. this, you can just discard three from it, right? Two yeah. on this and then one from the bench. So the actual energy requirement is actually two less. Um, and it's much simpler in terms of the type of energy you need. And I don't know. I think um, it's an interesting card. And, and Jake, what is the V-star attack the v-star power sean member v-star power is the ability or attack that you can only use once per game it is the same energy requirements psychic and colorless but called star raid this attack does 120 damage to each of your opponent's pokemon v remember that v includes v v star v max v union Mm -hmm. even so 120 to each of them if they only have one it boom uh it's just that one but if they've got four three all of them yep. sean and weakness I, and resistance are not effective so it's yeah. just 120 unless you have telescopic sight uh yeah i guess you would do which would go which would go it? 150 for bench pokemon yeah yeah this is not bad um because 150 for benched v's then all of a sudden you're in the territory of like the crobats are only 180 yeah, world, and your Genesects are only your Genesects are 150 total. Your Mews are also uh, 180 as well. Yep. So you do get into this weird realm of actually you're pretty close. So I think there is. I don't know what the deck combo with this is, Jake. But like, I think people also forget there was a world back like three years plus ago where other Pokemon had similar attacks where you would discard like one or two energy. You could discard any number, right? Mm-hmm. to do a certain amount of damage. And I think it was Necrozma GX. Yeah, um, I believe so. And people between Necrozma and Blacephalon GX, you could sometimes choose to discard less than the maximum. And Star Raid is a good setup attack because if your opponent can't heal, you know, they have a deck that doesn't have any healing, you do 120 or 150. And you can do 180. So you say say you only discard two Psychic Energies from the board. 180 plus 120 is all of a sudden 300. That might be enough to get you over with any other random modifiers here and there. So you mm-hmm. might actually be in a situation where you only, like you set up for the game that you only ever need to discard two energy to take a knockout for the rest of the game. And that makes it easier for you to like, you know, keep the energy on board, enough energy to do the attack. So I think that's one aspect I don't know if people are really like considering or talking about, which is that, no, Star Raid may not be a car, uh, an attack that wipes the board, but it is an attack that sets up for the entirety of the game that you only need to discard two. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really interesting. I think you're either using Star Raid and and doing either like that setup slash spread. I don't know. I mean, I remember Dragapult being around for a while. So like, what if Dragapult? you know, finishes off a lot of that spread. You know, we talk about how Genesex would only have 20 HP left. Muse, Crobats would only have 30 HP left. A uh, a Dragapult would just completely wipe those out on the bench if they're never coming up to the active. But you could also, I feel like, play this with something like Arceus. Like, I think yeah. about 
the Latios Latios version of the deck and the the difference between that and like Shadow Rider Calyrex is that Latios and Latios don't really draw you cards. Mm. Um, so you'd be you'd be dependent on supporters and stuff like that, especially for your setup. And I guess like you could play Luminion, right, to go find a supporter. Um, but with RCS V-Star also having the ability to accelerate energies to maybe mm-hmm. set up this board, like what if your V-Star power was just using Star Birth, right? Or maybe it's situational, you know? Yeah. Star Raid only requires two energy across the board um to be able to do this so maybe you know if your opponent's playing i don't know like sylveon or something like that you just use the star raid so i feel like there's a lot of possibilities for this deck and it makes it really really exciting and really really cool yeah i i know some people i think were kind of like on the fence but i i think the only thing that's going to hold this card back is that it is in a typing with the same weakness as already some great decks in the format so Mm -hmm. there's already like you know a target on its back before it even came out, right? Like, because Mew VMAX is weak to Dark. Ah. And then you're printing, like, Darkrai V-Star. You're printing Dark Patch. Like, all of this stuff is coming out right Samurai. Right. Like, this is the kind of stuff that, like, I think that's the only thing that's going to really hold it back, potentially, is... And maybe you're right, Jake. Maybe you need to pair this with something that doesn't have the same weakness. I mean, think about it. Think about a lot of the decks right now. Like, Gustavo Wada's winning um urshifu deck like it had fighting urshifu it has dark moltres right and a lot of that has to do with countering you know the deck that you're facing right against mew you're just really gonna use moltres the entire time you're not really gonna use urshifu too much what like for pretty much everything else (laughs) yeah you know like you you use the urshifu yeah so i yeah I'm excited about it. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see who its partner is because, yeah, I think a pure psychic version is going to be a tough sell. But, mm-hmm. Jake, what other ones are in here? Uh, I'm going to take a look at the Melmetal V. Mm. We don't know the VMAX yet yeah. for Melmetal, so it's hard to tell because a lot of times you won't um, you won't really use the V if it has a VMAX option. But... Um, the Mel Metal VMAX is 220 HP metal Pokemon. It's its main attack that I think that you would use is uh the the first attack, just two metal energies, 50 damage, attach a metal energy from your hand to this Pokemon. Not necessarily that big of a deal, unless hypothetically maybe the VMAX does like an absurd attack for like five metal energies. Who knows? But anyway, Sean, what card do you want to talk about next? Uh I like the Snorlax block. So So this is a really interesting card, Sean, because this is somewhat of a reprint, I will say, from another uh, Snorlax card that has been printed in the past that is actually prevalent in Expanded from Plasma Storm, Sean. It's got the same ability. As long as this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, your opponent's active Pokemon can't retreat. I don't think it's as good as what it is what it is in the in the in the back, you know, because we have stuff like Cross Switcher, which has seen play in this format. Not so True. much, but Escape Rope much more prevalent. Yeah. You know. Um is is a card that is played in a bunch of different decks. Usually even though it's like a one of still a good card. So 
it's interesting it's very cool it's definitely going to find its way in a sander deck yeah Sean. yeah and and the nice thing about this um the fact that they can't retreat at all like there's just there's it doesn't increase the retreat cost it just can't retreat mm -hmm. if you were to pair this with um you know maybe that umbreon uh with those the umbreon vmax with the uh badge that says that you can't you know be bossed around yeah um you pair it with that and then you're basically forcing your opponent to use only the handful of cards that exist that can counter this right because if you if you can like do that with a little bit of like fan of waves crushing hammer kind of stuff late in the game you basically trap your opponent in the active you can trap something that doesn't have the ability to attack and they, they could just be stuck there. There's not a lot of switch being played right now. There's not a lot of escape rope. Um, like you said, cross switcher is an option, but like only one deck really plays that. Uh, and then really, what do you have left? Bird keeper. And that's it. And that's it. Like you, mm -hmm. if you make a game last long enough, they're going to run out of those resources. If you're playing like four of these Snorlax. It's also worth noting that this Snorlax has 150 HP. That is 220, I almost said two more HP, 20 more HP than the Vivid Voltage Gormandize mm. Snorlax, Sean. So 150, you know, getting up there in the numbers and it's it's getting a little bit more awkward to knock this dude out. Yeah, like Cape of Toughness again, right? Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, gets up to 200. It's kind of like, so if you trap something in the active that is a support Pokemon that can't really do a ton of damage, that's going to be a, that's going to be annoying. It's going to be super annoying. It's a very interesting uh, card that's coming. I don't know if it's going to be great, but I do think it is something worth noting and being aware of. Jake, do you want to talk about the three different leaders of the of like the Pokemon Go teams? I mean, they all do kind of the same thing. I don't even know if they're that great. Blanche, Blanche, yeah. Candela, and Spark. Draw two cards if you drew any cards in this way flip a coin if heads attach a energy card from your discard pile to one of your bench pokemon the energy is specific to the different typing so if you're familiar with pokemon go you choose a team uh, i think it's like mystic valor and instinct mm -hmm. blue yes. red yellow they correspond with water fire and lightning so i don't think it's that great i mean if it if it was not flip a coin, right? Yeah. If it just if you guaranteed doing it, I could see it being a situation because it's almost like Melanie, right? That's yeah. almost like blacksmith welder stuff like that. But you gotta flip the coin. It's Sean. like well, it's like Melanie exists. Why? Why did you? I mean, I'm like, I guess I don't think just, there's any reason not to play Melanie. Right? Like Melanie draws you what one more card. Mm -hmm. it guarantees you the energy and you can do it the only difference is melanie is only to v pokemon right that's the only difference yeah and I'm which like, is primarily you're attacking you know pokemon right now in this format right I'm like, and for the last like five years yeah since they printed gx's i do not understand i do not understand the design of this because i think this was a huge in my opinion this is a huge waste to like and like you said Jake, sean look not every card that they print can be broken yeah but like these are these characters are the face of pokemon go quite literally right 
Yes. And they are completely unplayable cards. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Jake? Maybe the Spark might see play. The only reason Spark sees play, Jake, is because Lightning right now does not really have energy acceleration the same way. Yeah, I mean, it. it has Flaffy. Flaffy? Sure. Yeah, no, yeah, Flaffy is fine. And I guess you're probably just going to play Raihan <laughs> instead. Yeah. So Raihan like, is better Raihan, than this because you can just... Even though a Pokemon gets knocked out, right? Like, Pokemon are getting knocked out yeah. pretty much every turn in a game of Pokemon. But, like, Raihan, you accelerate the energy to anybody. But, like, you can search for any card. That's good, Jay. Instead of just getting two random cards, you can get anything you want. This is this is butt. This this card is butt. I'm sorry. These cards You know are what so card bad. is not butt, Sean, what and people that, are Jay? talking about? It is the stadium card coming in here. Pokestop. Stop. Once during each player's turn, that player may discard three cards from the top of their deck. If the player discards any item cards in this way, they put those item cards into their hand. I don't think this card is like, there's a lot of hype, like first reaction, knee jerk reaction when this card came out. I don't know if it's like that, like it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's pretty cool, but I don't think it's like the bee's knees. I mean, resources, I feel like right now are so critical mm -hmm. in a lot of situations. And it's not like this format is dominated by item cards, right? Like we yeah. don't have versus seeker in this format per se. Like that's true. We do have, I mean, we do have a couple of cards. We have Eldegoss and we have Luminion. And we have ways... Yeah, but those stay in the discard pile if they get discarded this way. True, but you have Ordinary Rod. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm like, it's not... There are... You could build a deck, I think, that was... Um, that would not get punished as hard by this because you could have all the recovery you need in the item, mm -hmm. in the form of item cards, and then everything else can just go to the trash, and you can put it wherever you need to go get it. Like, it's interesting. I think... I don't know. I think people are saying that in Expanded, it's really good, right? Oh, yeah. Expand. Well, I mean, I don't even want to talk about I mean, Expanded because it's not like it's basically not an official format, according to Pokemon. But like, yeah, I think it's got to be it's got to be decks that have such a high volume of item cards to mm. be able to effectively use this, which is why people say Expanded, you know, because Expanded you just use battle compressor and versus seeker and boom you have like an actual legitimate deck yeah you know if you just put those two cards together along with ultra ball nest ball all those things but like we don't have that kind of influence in the standard format at this point so no. it could see a lot more play in the future especially because we have things like dark patch coming in you know we still have things like metal saucer as well coming into the format but I just don't I just don't see it, you know, being super prevalent. It might find its way into a couple of things. Yeah, I think it finds its way into decks that maybe they don't know what their stadium should be. Cause I think right now a lot of people are playing like Path to the Peak because they're like, Oh, mm -hmm. I don't need abilities and I can turn off abilities of Mew V Max or I can turn off Arceus or whatever. But maybe you have a deck that is that doesn't really care so much. Um I think especially like, you know, some of the mad parties of the world, some of the single prize decks, I don't think those decks really care as much because they might be able to play the rescue stretcher, rescue bins and... You put your Magikarp deck, you put the Pokestop in that Magikarp deck, Sean. Yeah. Broken. 
I mean, it could, I mean, maybe, but like, that's the thing, right? I think that, you know, this maybe is a good stadium option. If you're a deck that's like, I need a way to get rid of my opponent's stadium, but I don't really care about any of the stadiums currently, you know, it's, it might be particularly good in those decks. So mm -hmm. I think, I think people will play around with this. It'll be interesting to see. I think this set, especially, I think this set, especially, oh my gosh. I think this set especially has a lot of really interesting cards for people like, um, well, I have a freeze here, uh, like Sander, right? Yeah. Because there's, you know, you have the Snorlax, you have Pokestop, which in a control deck, control usually runs a lot of item cards, recovery stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you've got that Gyarados to mill. Like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of stuff here for certain types, certain archetypes that have been revealed. But it's just a lot of like interesting ideas and yeah. a lot of peculiar things that popped up. The best art, as we know of right now, is the Apom, Sean. Mm -hmm. Such a cutie. I love Apom, my son, uh, <laughs> little monkey boy. But more cards will be revealed in the future and we'll go over more of them as they come about. But Sean, yes. what is the play for Indianapolis? Indianapolis TCG regionals happening this weekend neither mm. of us unfortunately uh will be going i just some uh, work, work work is busy work is busy but work. i mean God. jake and i are both talking about a future event that maybe maybe we can both be at and mm -hmm. you know we'll see i don't you know i would like to i would like to say it's like an rcs deck or i wouldn't like to say it's a mu deck but man it seems like if you are a big brain player Rapid Strike Urshifu is where it's at. Because you can you can build it to answer almost anything, right? And I mm -hmm. think the, the question will be now that Robin did well with it and it won EUIC. So it's going to be the deck to go for rather than Mew VMAX. Well, Robin, Robin won Frankfurt yeah. and then Gustavo Wada yeah. won EUIC. Yes. So the deck is now not something that feels... It's on everybody's radar, so that mm -hmm. might change what how well it does. But again, I don't know. I, I don't know if it knows how to adapt to the meta that adapts to it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it feels. I mean, when we were going over deck lists, like there were so many one ofs. There were so many things that you know were tech choices to counter what the meta was at that time, and mm -hmm. so especially with deck building. Um, I, I definitely don't think we're going to see four Urshifus in the top eight. Like, I, no. there's no way that that happens anymore. Um, I also don't think that Whimsicott makes an absurd jump. You know, Frank Persick did get second with the Whimsicott list, but I don't, I don't think that sparks the Whimsicott revolution. You know, I think it's one of those... I think Whimsicott is one of those decks that you want to be the first to showcase mm -hmm. and you want to be the first to do well with it because now it's on everybody's radar. You know, now it's, I, I don't think the ceiling is as high as, or I don't think that the ceiling is as high for Whimsicott as it is for something like Urshifu to stand around for a long time, to be prevalent for as long. Um, but it, Sean, if you have a deck to, so would your deck be then Urshifu? That would be pick? mine. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think, Overall, I think it has the it has the ability to answer, and it has a very high skill ceiling for the pilot. And I think those mm -hmm. two things are typically what makes a deck 
a, a regional winning deck. Um, yeah, that would be my pick. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna caveat it. I'm just gonna say that's my pick. I think Rapid Strike stays the course, and uh, you know somebody out there is gonna pilot it really well. What about you? I saw this tweet. Um, I can't remember if it was this morning or last night. Um, and I can't find it, unfortunately. So I have no way to show it to you. But I saw somebody talk about how maybe Leafy on VMAX might not be the worst play in the world. Um, if you think about it, it has the ability to make the retreat cost of several Pokemon with Galar Mine 5, which can do an absurd amount of damage. It can put up numbers so it, it's really hard to one-hit KO it, right? And it has healing capabilities as well in terms of the amount of uh, HP it has with certain item cards, you know, choosing Choice Band, Big Charm, things like that. Cheryl? Cheryl's also Cheryl. a card. Yes. Um, and, and as well, you know, there are starting to be more Pokemon, like these Moltraces, like things like that, that have the grass... You know, Hoopa V is another Pokemon that's made its way into a lot of people's decks. People are thinking about, you know, do excellent encounter to Hoopa, you know, Duraludon. It's non-existent now at this point. Like Duraludon does nothing, doesn't really care about Whimsicott, things like that. And so I heard somebody talking about how maybe, you know, especially with quick shooting as well, because Leafeon VMAX, although we haven't talked about it in a while, utilizes the Inteleon engine mm -hmm. um, and also maybe some quick shootings. Like the quick shootings can help you as well with the math in terms of stacking up the numbers. So I don't think Leafeon is going to be like, you know, the winner. I don't think yeah. there's going to be like three of them in top eight, but it wouldn't surprise me in all honesty if we if we saw this incredible run by a Leafeon VMAX deck. So you you are Leafeon, your team Leafeon VMAX over team RCSV star Delmize VMAX. You know, I, um, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so much Urshifu running around right now that like, in order to make Delmize work, I think you have to have Arceus, right? Which yeah. inherently just right away puts you behind yeah. um, Urshifu, in my personal opinion. So that's why that's why I think it's the better option than Delmize. I love the Delmize deck. You know, Sleepy Dreepy, in my opinion, was the one who made the deck, popularized mm -hmm. it per se, kicked it off. Um, I, I think it's a really, really cool deck and a really, really cool idea. But I, I just think Leafeon is the better play. Not I mean, saying that I think that it's a great, like the pick that you should go with, but if if we had to choose a sleeper deck, Leafeon. I mean, I yeah, I'll be interested to see the card that I think is going to make a big appearance because it's just a counter to basically seventy percent of the meta at this point is the Jolteon that turns off quick shooting and shady dealings, mm -hmm. um, the shady dealings engine. I think. I don't know. Like right now, I think it's really, it was in Sanders deck, I believe. And yes. I don't think it was in any other decks. So that might be a response. Like that could be a counter. If you're playing the rapid strike deck yourself, you could play that line in your rapid strike deck for the mirror. Right. Because that's just so tough. Cause like you have to commit three cards to that. You have to commit the Eevee, you have to commit the Jolteon, Jolteon and you have to commit the, mem the memory capsule, because I believe yeah. you have to have a memory capsule attached to it. I so mean, that's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. But I don't know. I, I, you know, there's a, there's a part of me that thinks that the person that can build that deck uh, and can consistently get that out, like that, 
if you turn off your opponent's engine to to get the cards that it needs, they can't do anything. Like that rapid strike deck, if they cannot search their deck, they lose. They just lose because they have no I'm, engine otherwise. You're also gonna have to commit a fourth card, in my opinion. You have mm. to commit Manaphy. Mm. Like you can get away with a lot of, especially because you talked about the mirror match. Yeah. And just like shady dealings, I mean. You have to evolve that Eevee. There's no way for you to just put that Eevee down. That's true. Or I'm sorry, there's yeah, no the way Jolteon. to just put that Jolteon on the bench. So you have to have the Eevee down for a turn. If somebody sees that Eevee, Sean, especially if you're facing like a Rapid Strike or Shifu, like your entire yeah. game plan is just shown yeah, right there. You just absolutely show your hand of what you're doing. So like you have to commit four cards technically in that kind of game plan, which I don't know if Rapid Strike or Shifu can commit that. I mean that's fair, just right? Just based on what it on just based on like how it's built when we looked at it the other week. Yeah, it is a it is seemingly a very tight list. And that's fair. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I guess the question is how is it going to adapt to a meta in which it is the top contender all of a sudden? Yeah. And I'm like, maybe if it thinks that, you know, that itself is the top contender, maybe it takes some cards out from other decks that are like, hey, I think I'm gonna see less of X or less of Y. And this this little four card combo here. That four card combo not only shuts off the rapid strike engine, it shuts off Arceus. It shuts off, you know, it shuts off a lot of engines. And I'm like, that's not, I don't know. That's my thoughts, but you might be right. Four cards might be a lot to ask of that deck. I will say as well, they are streaming the Indianapolis regionals. So you can go watch it. It's going to start at 10 a.m. PT on the 7th, which I believe is Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's going to kick off on Saturday, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Um, it's going to be on the Pokemon TCG channel. So the Pokemon TCG specific Twitch channel. I'm also going to be hosting it on like my stream. Oh, nice. You know, if you don't want to deal, if you want to chat with people about it, you know, live as it's happening, but you don't want to deal with the, the, the horrible <laughs> Twitch chat that is mass Twitch channels. You can come down to our stream. I'll be working all day, but since I'm going to be working at home, I'll be able to host it, and then you'll be able to chat with people um, over on Atrocious Gameplay Twitch channel. You'll be able to chat with sane people yes. in a sane way and just have fun <laughs> watching the stream. Um, it won't be like me actually streaming it, kind of like how Azul does. Like it'll, I'll just use the host function so you can still hear like the commentary and stuff because, again, I'm working during that time. But Sean... Is that all we have to talk about today? I think that is all we have to talk about. Soon, soon, Jake. I think we need to do the Astro Radiant set review. We might. I don't know when we're going to do that, but soon. I think maybe it's going to be coming. Release. It's going to be coming soon. out soon, yeah. Sean. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. But that's all we got. I'm for excited now. for it. Yeah. And we're going to be opening it soon here on here. We're going to be opening an ETB and a booster box provided by the Pokemon Company. So thanks for sending that out to Sean. Anyways, have a great rest of the day.